The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast and email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Sammy Joe Francis. It's the Comedy Zone Podcast. No Will, no Sammy Joe, but... Uh, joining us here in the studio, Jason Allen King. Jason, yay! How are you, man? I'm dynamite. How you doing? Good. I haven't uh, seen you in a few days. Yeah, been a couple <laughs> days. That's right. <laughs> it's been a couple, couple days. Last How time were... I saw you, you were on stage, actually. Oh, uh, that may. Oh, yeah. Don't remind me. <laughs> wow, that, that was great. Too. It didn't. Uh, it didn't. F- it, it felt the first. Okay, so boy, do you sound like a comic right now? <laughs> I know. Right? Like I it was. I felt. Uh, I don't know. Take th- Take the compliment and move on. <laughs> Here's what happened. So, it was a Blair Nia show. Okay. That's all. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I appreciate Jared uh, 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 Blair squeezing me into that show. So, I, I I I had asked to be included in that show for a reason that I can't go into yet. But okay. um, it's nothing bad. I'm not dying or anything like that. But, but I'm, That's where I was like, all right. So. Right. Oh, shit. Ryan's How much time do you have? leaving us. Okay. So, um, and she said, you know, of course, um, we'll put you, you know, can you do five, a tight five, as we hand out the ballots? Because it's kind of, you know, part of the show mm-hmm. is this strange sort of competition yeah, where they voting. vote and yeah. the winner gets five bucks or whatever. <laughs> so, so, Hey, comics will take that. That's right. No, absolutely. So, um, I'm like, please, yes, I'm really, you know, I'm doing it for this specific reason, if you could. You know that's fine. I I understand that nobody may be paying attention when I do my set. It's fine. <laughs> right. So the night before, there's some sort of drama around the show. Oh, okay. And people are dropping out. Oh, I don't think I knew any of this. A couple. I'll have to. I'll tell you the names. Okay. Afterwards, but oh, that sounds juicy. <laughs> that sounds juicy. <laughs> so there's some sort of drama around the show, and I get a text from Blair saying, "Hey, can you do ten and be part of the competition?" Oh, wow. Which okay. is fine. I, I like, yeah, I, you know, I know my five is reasonably tight. My ten's all right. You know, okay. I can't really go into the storytelling that I like to do because all the stories are like seven or eight minutes. But sure. you know, I feel like I could, I can probably, you know, I can, I can, I can run at a decent pace for five. I can limp along for the next five. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I'm up, and the bit that I wanted to end on. I find myself doing at the five minute mark. Ah, uh, right. And then after that, that is amazing. <laughs> that is so fun to hear this. Like, shoot, I started my closer. Right. That and, is awesome. And there's no, you can't go back. No. There's no. Oh wait, I didn't want to do that yet because then you're, you know, so breaking that fourth wall. I get it. <laughs> That's right. And so now for the next four and a half minutes, I'm just picking. You know, what can uh, I remember from the things that I was going to do in this part that now will make sense leading up to the part, you know, leading up to hopefully the end. I am giddy about this right now. <laughs> this is amazing. I just, the thought of the thunderstorm in your brain going, oh no, we've all been there, right? you know, like, oh gosh, what do I do? And I don't go up enough to recover from that. Mm. You know what I mean? It, 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 I go up as much as I want to go up. 
right right now sure sure you know so it's not i'm not up every week like you guys are every night mm-hmm. like you guys are right you know if i go up a half dozen times a year you know i can i can kind of get it out of my system yeah. and it's and it's good <laughs> so uh, it's 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 i don't you know there's that thing in your head that's like what are you doing what do you this wasn't you got you you're not supposed to be here yet right but you're here and, and and you're saying the words but inside your head's going what am i this is not where I'm, yeah. i got 5 minutes left mm-hmm. so I felt good about the first five. I did not feel so great about this. It, right. it just felt like hard work, which it is work. I mean, yeah, it's supposed sure. to feel like work. Sure. But, but yeah. it, when you make it more difficult on yourself, <laughs> there's a little frustration yeah. there. But I, I love, see, to me, I, that kind of story, I really do love that because yeah. we've all had an experience like that. For whatever reason, you get turned around or something has happened mm-hmm. that distracts you. You didn't do this, but you got to do this, but there's a callback or whatever. Yeah. I love that. I think that's amazing to see how people manage that yeah. and handle it because everyone's looking at you. Yeah. So right. Everything is internal. Yeah. All that you're processing is all internal, so no one really sees it. So it's sort of like it's sort of like the camera watching TV. You, we're only showing you this. You don't know what's going right. on everywhere else. You know? Yeah. Which I think that's to me one of the really interesting things about comedy. Yeah. Is, is you're you know you're on an island. Is that um, and that inner monologue? Yeah. Like you know, well that didn't work. What if I do this next? What mm-hmm. if I? And you're you're in the middle of your stuff. Yeah. You know, but inside your head's going like, all right, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do? Can I do that? No, I just did that. No, that doesn't work now because I've already done that bit. Mm -hmm. So I have to go into something. Hey, these guys are wearing fedoras. Maybe I can make fun of that, you know. (laughs) Which Um, which everybody did, which was, and (laughs) rightly so. (laughs) They earned that grief. They got got everything, everything they deserve that night. (laughs) These two guys in fedoras right in the front row. Right in front, yeah. Yeah, you're just begging at a at a, at a comedy club. You're just you're just asking for information. Yeah. Um, the other thing I've done every time, maybe the past three or four times I've gone up. So, uh, back in the day, I would do, and it just came to me, you know, in the moment the first time I did it. But I would go on, and I would pull the mic out of the stand and move the mic stand. Stand out of the way. I'm going to do this all night long. <laughs> um, and I would move the mic stand out of the way. And uh, 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 the first night in the moment, the first night I did it, I just said, you know, I'm going to go ahead and move this out of the way because I want to make sure you all can see me. Right. Very good. Good line. I didn't realize until, I don't know, 15 years later that Louis Anderson had been doing that. Oh, oh forever. Okay. All right. And I didn't know. I, I, I had never heard him do it. Yeah. I didn't know that until I think someone I heard him, I think, on a podcast talk about, you know, gotcha. that line that he moves the mic stand out of the way and says, you know, I want to. I'm sure. not a comedy file like a lot <laughs> of these guys. So I I wouldn't have known either. I did 15 years. Yeah. Right. And like I had done it, you know, repeatedly in the yeah. you know early to mid 90s when I was still doing stand up much more regular regularly than I'm now. Yeah. And uh, nobody does that. Nobody takes from other people's comedy. No, no, I'm the only person who's ever even subconsciously Uh done it. (laughs) So um, I realized I had to stop doing that because it's been done, obviously, for the past, I don't know, three decades. Sure. Yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. So um, I decided just to leave the mic in the stand then. And that's, you know, I would just. You know, this way I can use my hands when I talk. Sure, I, can, yeah. I can, you know, I can move around. So I would just leave the mic in the stands. And still, every time I go up, right before I go on, I think, okay, leave the mic in the stand. And I come out, boom, 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 mic to the side yeah. of the stage. First thing, every single time. And I think the same thing in my head every single time. Don't, what are you doing? What do you, you just said you weren't <laughs> going to do that. From the curtain to the, to right, the yes, mic stand is, yes. that's a lifetime. <laughs> that was a lifetime in there. Your brain is is so consumed with, so much information in that moment that yeah. I, I 
I get it. I totally yeah. get it. You're trying to figure the, them out, and they're trying to figure you out, and yeah. everyone's aware of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that a lot can happen in that time. And that you time want that frame. first line. You want the first thing that you say to be memorable. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it can't just be, "Hey, how you doing, Charlotte?" You know, you don't want. that. Yeah, when you I want, yeah. when I catch myself doing that, it's a it's a similar thing. Like, what are you doing? That's, That's, <laughs> maybe start with a joke. What do you think about that? How about maybe be funny first, and then, but yeah. yeah. What goes through your head in between in that moment? You know, when they're kind of starting to intro you to the the time when you hit the mic. You know, what's funny is that I'm on. I repeat my first joke, which I do a lot. I repeat it in my head. Just get yeah. the. It's kind of like in football. You know, it's it's not. You're not playing until you get that first hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. That for me is, is usually what I'm doing. I go over my my keyword set, and but that first joke, I literally say it behind the curtain. I'm like, go out there, say this, say it, say it, say it. So when I go out. I yeah. can get that joke out. I'll get the laugh, hopefully, uh, <laughs> and then I, then it's you know not autopilot, but then it's yeah. it's, it's easier. The stress goes away because I don't get I don't really get nervous up until about five minutes before I go on, and then it's nervous nervous energy, not right. you know not fear or anything. Not, like right, that. right. So yeah, and yeah. and you're still doing something that ninety eight percent of the human population is scared to death to do sure right right you know and so there's still that little bit of of like what am i what am i actually doing (laughs) right how is this how is this a thing i think standing behind the curtain or off stage before you go on is one of the most amazing places to be yeah moments before you're about to go i that to me is a an excitement and an adrenaline that i think is just hard to hard to match yeah it's it's funny that you say that because i love the walk here at the comedy zone there's a a curtain on the stage right side mm-hmm. and you walk and behind that curtain you literally walk i mean you walk out into the showroom there's no like you know there's no hidden path mm-hmm. in between like the green room you have to walk in the same doors everyone else walks in right um you know you turn left and then you turn right and then you're behind the curtain that it's you'll be behind before you 15, walk on stage. 20 feet you know that's my favorite 15 to 20 feet in show business. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just that little moment, you know, it's a little bit of solitude. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of of kind of, you know, your last chance to sort of mentally prepare. Um, I always, I felt the same way about um, when I would produce huge uh, um, television shows. I don't mean like the Super Bowl, but I mean, yeah. you know, for the work that I've done, huge television mm-hmm. shows. So the Thanksgiving Day Parade here in Charlotte. Right. Um, is that, you know, there's always... You know, a 15 minute window, maybe, you know, an hour or two before the production starts, um, where the crew hasn't shown up yet. They parked the trucks and they've plugged them in, but they're still powering up. And there's a little 20 minute window, like right before shit gets real, that it's just, you're uptown, it's three o'clock in the morning, it's four degrees outside. But that little 15 minute window is that, you know, 15 minute walk. Yeah. It's just that little last kind of minute before everything gets crazy. That's always my favorite part of of any big production or show. That to me is like, that's show business. Yeah. Like, like not to be, you know, sort of over dramatic, but like that to me is show business. I think that's what every, to some degree, that's what everybody's doing it for. Yeah. I think, you know. Yeah. So you and I are doing something Saturday night. We are. Yeah. I'm excited about that. We have a date. We do have a date. Oh, yes. you mean comedy? All right, so no, yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, we're, I'm excited. I'm going to be a part of your Funny on the Fly show, which is a 
uh, precursor little advertisement for for the Charlotte Comedy Experience. Yep, uh, the Queen City Comedy Experience. Yeah. That's right. In 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 uh, um in September, uh, comedy festival taking place at the Blumenthal. You can find out more information at the, at the Blumenthal's website. Uh, the Comedy Zone has a little bit um to do with it. They they're bringing in Jay Farrow as the headliner for the whole thing. Exciting. Um, which will be great. But I I, I want to say and don't hold me to this. A fifty dollar ticket will get you into every show. It's uh, a good deal for the entire festival right. including jay farrow that's a good deal which is great yeah, yeah. so um that's a lot of talent come in just from the little things that i've heard i know that i'm i'm i am at least on one show yeah uh, great and so. plan on doing funny on the fly and funny on the fly <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, so you're i'll talk to my agent <laughs> see if we can find time so um we are doing um funny on the fly as part of uh, the uh, Queen City Comedy Experience, and I'm also doing. I think I'm going to produce a storyteller show for that as well. Excellent. So we'll bring in. Do, some does everyone know stories. Funny on the Fly? Have we talked about it enough on the show in the past. It, probably uh, too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love the I'm format. Actually, I think it's a. I think it's fantastic. I think there's nothing better than making. If you can manage to make stand-up comedy more difficult <laughs> on yourself, perfect. <laughs> Let's do that. So, uh, <laughs> if you're listening. For the first time, and what are the odds of that? <laughs> um, the the uh, funny on the fly, kind of loosely based on on the shows that uh, um, Paul Provenza produces out in L.A. They used to do it at at Meltdown, and they've done it at in in uh, at uh, uh, the Fringe Festival in in Scotland, I think, and a few other places. Oh, right um, the uh, the difference being that set list. Uh, doesn't show the comic the topics until they get on stage. So there's a monitor, and they get and they also have kind of weirder topics like octopus porn and stuff gotcha. like that. But, but I got I got thirty th- minutes on octopus porn. <laughs> oh, okay, so maybe the topic's not so weird then. So so the 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 um, keeping in mind though, like like Robin Williams did set list, right? Greg Proops does set list. So they get you know A list comics in. And my name is mentioned in the same breath as those guys. <laughs> is that what that's what we were doing right there, right? Okay, precisely. Okay, exactly the same thing. <laughs> um, so uh, so Debbie Millwater and I got together and uh, came up with um, funny on the fly, which hands the comics a list of topics. Uh, roughly thirty. We say thirty minutes before they go on stage, but really it's thirty minutes before the show actually starts. Right. So if you go on first, you're at least 40 minutes away from your set. If yeah. you go on last, you may be an hour and 20 minutes away from your set. It Ruining the magic, but okay. Yeah, All right. it's, you know what, people know. <laughs> they know. There's no magic is that, dead. That, uh, <laughs> that extra 30 or 40 minutes, it kind of doesn't do anything. <laughs> really? Anyway. It no, doesn't? No, yeah. No, I think, I, I mean, for me anyway, you know what I mean? I think you get it and you, you know. Yeah. You know you're going to have a hard time or you're going to be like, okay, I got, I know three things off the top of my head that feel like punchlines. Okay. That's kind of, yeah. at least that's how I do it. It's, it's your sort of, yeah. that's a kind of a, that's a place where the, the first train kind of joke, the first thing that comes to mind makes sense if you have a little bit more time and you can dig a little deeper. But yeah. to me, it's, you know, get it, get it out. I think. Yeah. Get those things out. It's um interesting to hear your, pro- you're one of the, of the people that I know I can count on to go on later in the show when you really, you know, when you want to make sure that appreciate that it's going well mm-hmm. you know and that people at least will f- feel will leave feeling like they've had a good time uh, right. uh, um you never uh, you know you never really know how a comic is going to react um to their 
topics. Sure. Sometimes, you know, there's a comic or two locally who will spend their entire seven minutes crapping on the topics. Right. Yeah. It's fine if that's that's a choice. I know. I know. There's <laughs> one person that you're talking <laughs> about. Right. And that's fine. It's not like I, you know, I work hard and have to write, oh, I don't know, 70 topics for every <laughs> right. show. Right. <laughs> so, so, you know, that's fine. Whatever. And I think the, the reality is, I think every topic is it, it has the same exact value, to my, in my opinion. Like, it's just, you make it yeah. what it is. Make it the best of, of what you got. I don't yeah, know and, and it, I think they're, you know, I try to structure everybody. And I don't know who's going to get which list of topics performed. Sure. So, um, you know, so I try to, you know, I try to structure the lists um, where the topics are are sort of general enough that, there's stuff there if the if the comic works hard enough they can yeah. find the stuff that they've yeah. got you know um you know some of the of the topics are like cats are better than dogs right you know and then there's other stuff that's kind of more you know sort of introspective like you know um i always think of the would would you rather those things yeah are like yeah personal comic. um would you rather have a tail or be able to fly right you know and then hopefully everybody knows it's we'd fly so oh i was gonna say tail <laughs> <laughs> See, see, what we did that. Everybody's different. Everyone's different. Um, and then there's like, 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 um, my friends would be surprised to learn that I blank. Right. You That's know, right. Very match game. Have a tail. Right. Exactly. That, see? exactly. It's a callback. Exactly. So I, 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 I'm a big fan of of the format, not just because I helped yeah. develop yeah. it and I write all the topics, but I think yeah. it's. It, it's really um, satisfying for me when the comics come to me afterwards and say, "This is a really great you know, yeah. format. I appreciate doing it." And yeah. and I and, get I, I've gotten material out of almost every show that we've done. That's that. great. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, and that's that's part of the idea too. I mean, yeah. it's, it's premises. I know are it's hard, hard to write. Premises yeah. are so hard. Ma- making a writing a joke about something isn't necessarily the hard part. It's yeah. what do I want to talk about? Yeah. What do I you know that hasn't been done a million times over? And you know, yeah. So that's helpful. It makes you think about something that you wouldn't normally you wouldn't normally go there. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so you've been working a lot. I want to talk with you a little bit more about that. Sure. But uh, first, Mister mm-hmm. John Henton is here. Very. Exciting. You may remember John Henton from the Comedy Zone about a year ago when he was here, and you opened for him. I did. Um, and but also from uh, Living Single and the Hughleys. And um, we're going to talk at length. We've already done it. So here's all right. Speaking of lifting right, the veil, here, here we go. Here we, here we go. Settle here's on. here's our time bending explanation. <laughs> if you didn't understand Back to the Future, you're not going to follow with what's happening <laughs> in this show. Good luck, um, everybody. So we recorded the interview with John Henton first, right? So we already know what we what we're going to talk about in the interview with John Henton. So we talked right. about his um, legendary appearance on the Tonight Show. Uh, some great details about that. Fantastic. Really great story. So cool. Um, and just about the kind of you know the things what he's learned in in over three decades, uh, three decades of of um, of comedy, and I thought really introspective and a really great answer from him, which I thought was yeah. very cool. Okay. So you're gonna hear that in a second. Here's where it gets weird. About um, five or six minutes into the interview, uh, Jason showed up. So he's here now. Go ahead and say something, Jason. Hi, I'm here now, Jason. <laughs> so 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 he's here now. But you're going to hear the moment he arrived in about ten minutes, and the grief that I got for it, <laughs> and, the, and the ration of shit we gave him. <laughs> yes. So you know, don't be too weirded out by that. But um, but um, yeah. So John Henton um, is here, and he's gonna. And I'm I'm ill prepared. Stand by. Hold on. 
holding on, everybody. <laughs> this is the part of the show where you should check this your phone if you haven't right. already done that. I'm a I'm a professional. It's fine. <laughs> but a professional what? <laughs> Zing. Zing. No, I earned that. That's fine. <laughs> so yeah. So the the um while I'm thinking about the show at the Blumenthal's Stage Door Theater tomorrow night, uh, Saturday, July seventh, eight p.m. Doors open at seven o'clock. I don't know how much it costs to get in. But um, it'll be it's fun. worth it. No yeah, it's a preview it's show. It. We never did really say what the show is. Yeah. Um, it's a um, it's a preview show f- for the Queen City Comedy Experience at the end of September. Uh, all kinds of local improv groups, plus a brief look at uh, Funny on the Fly with uh, Jason L. King and um, Randy Skye, a very funny young woman out of Columbia, South Carolina. Excited to work with her. She's yeah, she's great. she's you know we wanted uh, Funny on the Fly all stars and we got two of the best, so I'm, uh, I'm excited. Too kind. It's gonna be a good show though. So, John Hinton coming up next on the Comedy Zone podcast. We'll be back. Some great shows coming up at the Comedy Zone in Charlotte, North Carolina over the next several weeks, starting with the man you're about to hear from, uh, John Hinton. He is in town uh, Friday, July 6th, Saturday, July 7th. Uh, he'll be in town two shows Friday night, two shows Saturday night. We'll tell you how to get tickets for that in just a moment. Afion Crockett here next weekend, the 12th, 13th, and 14th. So that's happening. Open mics and uh, whatnot in between. You can check out the calendar. We'll tell you where to check out the calendar in just a minute. Ali Sadiq, the 19th, 20th, and 21st of July. Funny on the Fly, uh, July 22nd. You're going to want to catch that show. And uh, from The Daily Show, Asif Manvi will be here the 27th and 28th. That's a Friday and Saturday night here at the Comedy Zone. All kinds of other shows, like I said, open mics, uh, contests, fight night, funny on the fly, all kinds of stuff. Check it out. CLTComedyZone.com, the website. You can call the box office for more details at 980-321-4702. As for social media, uh, the Comedy Zone, of course, Comedy Zone CLT on the Twitter and the Snapchat Find it on Facebook. Look for Comedy Zone Charlotte. Uh, as for the show, we're all over the place. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Laughable. The Laughable app's really cool. Search for any comedian you're a fan of. It will come up with any uh, podcast that that comedian's appeared on. So the Laughable app is uh, actually very cool. And uh, what did I mention? SoundCloud? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so check us out. Listen, leave a review, tell two friends about us. It's the best way to help this show continue to grow. We're back on the Comedy Zone podcast. John Henton's in town. John, hey, how are you, man? I am good. Yeah. I'm good. Yesterday, I w- it was a mess. It, w- it was like the Fourth uh, of July. It was a lot of a uh, lot of alcohol, <laughs> and man, it, 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 it was ugly. I almost missed my plane getting here. <laughs> it was rough, but I'm much better good, now. Good, good. I, I slept. I, the the kind of very comfortable. Very comfortable. Yeah, you're at the condo. It's oh, nice. It's man, nice, isn't it? Beautiful. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just me, and um, I uh, I got all cut up. Had a great show last night. You good. know that helped out. You know you come in and you get a good crowd, get you going. So I'm good, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. I want to ask you ask you about. I don't think we talked about this last time. Your appearance on the Tonight Show mm-hmm. is one of kind of those stories that people tell. They always talk about Drew Carey. Um, you know, they talk about the other comics who got called over to the to panel. Right. Right. So, what is, uh, I guess, your when you got the opportunity to do the Tonight Show, mm-hmm. when they said, "Hey, John, why don't you come on the, 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 on the on Tonight Show? We saw your set. We'd like to have you on." What does that call feel like? 
that um, that was uh, it was just a uh, amazing night, one of the most uh, amazing nights in my life. Because what happened? I there was a comedy competition, the Johnny Walker Comedy Search mm-hmm. thing, and I, I ran into Bud Freeman. I was in Atlanta doing a gig, and um, I ran into him at the airport, and I said I wanted to showcase for him, and he said, "Well, I'm I'm here doing this uh, comedy search. If you got time, I was do- I was doing another gig completely, yeah. and he said uh, if you got time, you can come over. So I showcased for him. He put me on the show, and I won Atlanta, and then I went out for the uh, finals in L.A. I won the L.A. finals, right. and Jim McCauley, the coordinator, the talent coordinator for the Tonight Show, was in the audience. He just came up to me and said, "Some of those jokes you can do. Some of them you can't do." Uh, come to my office. We'll hammer out a set. But you got the Tonight Show. Yeah, I was just in shock because wow. it's like you know you you think about what you would say to try to get on the show. Yeah, and here's the, the one of the biggest guys in Hollywood just comes up and says, "Oh, you got it." Yeah, you know, just uh, let's come on out and let's just work out some details. Yeah, I was in shock, and I just won twenty five grand. By the way, what on, on at the comedy? Oh man, what an amazing night! It's a pretty good night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, as nights go. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, that wasn't bad. There. Wasn't it's bad. Up there. Yeah. When they, how much work do they do with you? I know, like you know, now a lot of those, a lot of the sets that you would do on the Tonight Show or on Letterman over, they're pretty, pretty severely. Um, what's the right word I'm looking for? Structured Centered, by the show you know, itself. Just yeah. make sure. Yeah. Why don't you know this joke will work? This mm. will, um, this joke won't work. At the time that you went went on the Tonight Show, how much of that took place? You mentioned they kind of talked. It to you was about- they. Uh, it, it's just I, I don't know. For me, just just coming up, uh, being from Cleveland and hanging out with Steve Harvey all the time, yeah. we always we would always say ass. You yeah, know, yep. and it was it was it was stupid. You know, it just that was yeah. just our word. You know, because we knew that we couldn't curse, but that was as close to cursing as we could. <laughs> we we could say that. You know, and we we could get away with that. And and uh, tonight show, they you can't say that. Right. You you can't right. you can't say it. So you got to say something else. So it was one joke that I had to change around and, and change it to sucker. Or, you know, some something that they thought was cool. You know, like right. like uh, Mr. Carson might have thought was cool. You know, I said sucker. You know, like like it's 1976. You know, <laughs> I'm jive turkey or something. Look here, sucker. You know, it's like but uh, I, I couldn't say ass and I had to say sucker. Yeah. yeah. But that was other than that, the, the material they liked. You know, uh, Mr. Okay. Carson really really liked that. M- um, Mr. McCauley liked it, and then um uh. When when uh, Mr. Carson saw it, then immediately it was uh, it was it was uh, some some edgy stuff, but you know it was all yeah. clean. But it, it was edgy, and uh, he invited me over, and I just went in the shock because I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, yeah. So, so how much preparation did they give you? So you know you're going to do about a six minute set, right? And then did they? Jay, Jason's here. Oh, he's a, he's tardy, <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, just uh, just come on in anytime you feel like. What's up, man? Just come on in anytime. Come on, l- l- act like you've been here for a while, and you better have something you know good to say. Right. Add adding something to the conversation because I'm carrying this now. <laughs> he, he's doing all you know, the heavy we, lifting. We sitting up here trying to just maintain till you get here. Anyway, um, uh, all right, your mic's hot, Jason. Just say. Yeah, so it was um, it was just a matter of uh, you know just coming up with some stuff that um, that uh, you know just a, a nice six minutes yeah. uh, seven that that would flow well and uh, we did we just came up with it and uh, like I said he had saw it because I think I I did uh, it was only like ten minutes or something uh, for the um, uh, for the comedy competition okay. so it was just a matter of you know taking out a few jokes and then that six minutes and he just came up with the ones that he liked yeah and we just did it yeah but do they tell you now, if Mr. Carson likes your set, 
he may call you over. No, no, that, no. That nobody does that. That's only happened like five times yeah, in the right, history of right, the game. So right. nobody prepares you for that. That's what I'm saying. I just lost it because um, nobody does. It's only, uh, who is it, like Roseanne or Seinfeld yeah. or uh, – um, uh, um, gosh, um, Robin Williams or yeah. something like that. You know, it, it, it's only been done like five or six times but yeah, before I, I did it, you know. So, and then when he called me, but the thing is, it was Mr. Carson's last year and right. he was really, he really loved comics. So he was yep. promoting folks. So like I did it in June and then Drew, uh, my friend Drew got a chance mm-hmm. to do it in August and he was really trying to, uh, yeah. you know, uh, put some comics on the map and he definitely kickstarted our careers. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, I've seen inter- um, interviews with you know with Drew Carey recently where he he cannot tell that story without breaking up. Yeah, I mean it was that big. So how big a moment then? You're up there. You you've done your set. You've done really well. I remember that set. Wow. And you yeah. you you the crowd's going crazy. Yeah. You glance over. Yeah, you look and, over the look. You look over to Mr. Karsnegi, the okay or the thumbs up sign, and I I just saw him start you know uh, waving me over and. I didn't. I wasn't ready, so I looked at Doc. I thought he was. He was talking to Doc. You know, the the orchestra leader. I'm like, I looked at Doc, and Doc said, "No, you idiot." <laughs> and so, so I, I'm like, me. I'm like, oh, okay. So I tried to recover my cool because I completely lost it. Tried to recover it, and I, I got over there, and he started asking me some questions. I have no idea what I said. Yeah. I was just in shock. I'm looking. I'm sitting on the couch, and it's uh, Mr. Carson, Mr. Tony Bennett. Ed McMahon and me. Yeah. Now, which one doesn't belong? Yeah. Now, you know, I'm just sitting up there, so Ed I'm McMahon, just in shock. Ultimately, it was probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was um, that was just amazing. So, you know, he started asking me some questions. Then he asked me if I had an agent. Right. And uh, I looked right in the camera and said, nope, I'm seeking representation as we speak. <laughs> because I got the Tonight Show when Mr. McCauley saw me. Right. So I didn't need it. You know, none yeah. of the regular um, the regular way that people get on the show. Yeah, I, and say, know. is that still the same way? I mean, yeah. you, I mean, you got to get a, have an agent, right? I, you, you, you got to. But if the talent coordinator for the Tonight Show was in the audience, you know, he can he can do yeah. that. You know, whether you got yeah. an agent or not. That's so that's, that's how it worked for me. And it's uh, lined up. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that was an amazing night. No so doubt. now they record at five thirty in the afternoon. Right. They record at the time at five thirty in the afternoon. So you've got time to go home. Right. And watch yourself on the Tonight Show. Yeah. How surreal is that? It, it was. It was. Um, it was. It was amazing just being at home because. I, I, it was just me by myself. I didn't have a big viewing party or anything. Was an it, ass, it was just right? me. <laughs> yeah, you threw a party for that. It, it was, no, it was just me. I sat there because I, I, I just sat there. I, I had an apartment with no furniture. So I'm sitting <laughs> on, I had a TV on top of a speaker. <laughs> I had a TV on top of the speaker and I'm sitting on the floor yeah. and I'm watching myself on the Tonight Show. And uh, Mr. Carson asked if I had representation, right? And he said, uh, I said, no, I'm seeing. And he said, oh, I guarantee you have some tomorrow. That that night, after after the set aired in L.A., somebody called, and I thought it was somebody to say, hey, man, good set. It was an agent wow. that somehow had got my number and called me. He wanted to be the first one, you know, so for like two weeks, I just met with yeah. everybody. I was like the high school, the All-American high school quarterback, <laughs> right. and I get to go to everybody's school and yeah. eat free. So I got <laughs> free lunch in L.A. I, oh, I was Beverly Hills, man. <laughs> I was Beverly. I'm telling you, I'm sitting there on the floor watching my TV on top of a speaker, but yeah, I was in Hollywood, yeah. man. I was in, yeah. It was it a was, um, surreal couple of weeks. Minutes, literally minutes after your set aired. Yeah. And this guy found my number and called and said, look, I want to meet with you. 
Wow, that yeah. is that's nuts. <laughs> you miss say, those days, the no furniture days? Uh, <laughs> it was a simpler time, Jay. <laughs> right. it, it, it was a, it was a simpler time, but no, it's um, it it was fun. I mean, you know, I always had a nice place because I had just moved to the valley and uh, from because uh, I I lived in um like uh, the uh, Palms Mar Vista area in L.A. and then I moved out in the valley and um uh, I had a roommate that had just moved out, so I didn't have anything, you know, so I just had the basics i had a bedroom set and dishes and uh i was out to the starter kit but all of this stuff was happening man yeah. and then from then on you know oh I, I worked after that so we we got some nice furniture yeah. after that you know I'm, after after mr carson said i was funny oh yeah i was booked i went from being a feature act to a headliner nobody asked if i had the time Right, right. It was just no. I was, right. I was just doing my solid, you know, take uh, you know your tight twenty. That was yeah. my nickname, tight twenty. <laughs> I do a tight twenty. It's like, oh man, we we got this, the show's running long. We got to keep it all. I got a tight twenty, tight twenty, twenty five minutes, right? But I got all of this, and then all of a sudden, oh, you you're not a feature, you're a headliner. So yeah. now I was like, I got to come up with forty five minutes, and so the the first couple of times, and um, I would I would do split weeks like with uh, big names because I signed with um, what was it? Um, uh, William Morris Agency. Wow. So I was out with uh, uh, Paul Rodriguez and some of their yeah. bigger names. So I would do a split week with them. So uh, like when the big name came in at the end of the week, I could go back to the middle. But like for like uh, Thursday or Sunday, right. you know, I was the headliner. And they had no idea if I had the time. So just had to come up with it on the fly. I've heard people say when you get that opportunity, like that's when the work really starts. Yeah. Is, is when you get that shot. That's when you now you're you're more in the spotlight like you said you gotta do more time i've just heard so many people say yeah. the same thing that and you got to come up with another set because they wanted me back on the show right so i had to come up with another set that i thought was just as funny and it right. just so happens i had that so yeah. i got i got to do uh two two shots with uh mr carson and uh, both amazing. of them were good you know but i went I, I messed up the second time i went way over because something happened with the mic stand and it just threw me off my game. And, and the guy, the stage manager, he wasn't waving frantically, you know, because like, I, I thought I was still good, you know. But it's like they said I went way over my time. And I'm like, well, dude, I, I needed you to be more yeah, active because, right. you know, because usually, like, if you're doing it, you know, somebody's really, you know, going on. And he was all casual. And he's like, oh, you went over. I'm like, all right, well, I guess it wasn't that big a deal. But <laughs> I messed up the segment because I was supposed to actually sit back down with Mr. Carson and talk oh, for yeah. a while. So that messed everything up. So that was, yeah. that was weird. Wow. But the, but it was a good set though yeah you know? and uh, it was like i had my agents and my manager and everybody was there that that now it's official you know yeah first time i went in there it was just me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was just me and my acting coach danny mora and uh that was it it was just us two and um now now you go in and you have an like, entourage i got now, I, yeah. oh i got my people oh, oh shoot i had people i i had people that, that's all i know, you know it was it was in, in kind of embarrassing <laughs> i got people there it's like my parents. Yeah. That's about that's people. my people. Oh, yeah. That's okay, it. I got yeah, his brothers was, and yeah, sisters. So. Following you around. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, you know, you mentioned now all of a sudden, you know, you need you needed to have 45 minutes. Looking back that back now, do you feel like you were ready? Yeah. At the time to have I, I was ready. I mean, yeah. it was like that's the thing about comedy is like, you know, you you just when you get a break like that, you have to be ready. Yeah. It's like just 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 
the way that everything happened, it was like I had auditioned for Bud Freeman before, and I was, you know, this, you know, it was it was nothing. He passed on me, you know, and I, I went up to him. And I said, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm a lot better now, and I like for you." And just everything just kind of lined up to where you know you got to believe in yourself, and you got to you got to you got to be brave enough to go up to Bud Freeman yeah. and say that. And he said, well, "Hey, come on down," and boom, 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 everything just just worked out. So when you get your shot, you got to knock it out of the park. This yeah, stuff, yeah. you know, and just so happens that who knew that. Uh, um, uh, the talent coordinator for the Tonight Show is going to be in the audience. But there it was. But that was yeah. a good set. So, you know, you just got to shine. And who knew that, you know, like I said, everything just worked out. And I did the, um, I did the, uh, um, the, the, the amazing part about that set was I wasn't even thinking about the set. Because people say, well, were you really nervous? I'm like, no, I was just anxious. I wanted to get it over with. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew I was ready. Uh, you know, there was no doubt about it. And I wasn't even thinking about the, the first two minutes of the set. I wouldn't even think. It was automatic pilot. Only thing I was thinking of, I was about to go on. And um, I was standing, it was just myself and my, my buddy, uh, Danny Moore, my acting coach, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, you're going to be fine. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. And I hear this voice, and the brother comes up and says, oh, don't worry, brother. You're going to be fine. We're going to make you look real good, right? And I'm like, I look, and it was Gene Gene, the dancer. <laughs> I think I told oh, you yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I told you that last year. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm repeating it. No, that's but amazing. I'm telling you, that was what was on my mind. I said, that's Gene Gene, the dancing right. machine from the Gong Show. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. Do, oh, okay. I'm just making because sure. Because he, he was old a enough PA, to remember right? that. Yeah. He was a PA with NBC, right? Yeah, so he, he was. Like a, he, he ran the lights, and yeah. Uh, yeah, he did props, and he did a lot yeah. of stuff behind the scenes. Yeah. And uh, he he just said, "We're gonna make you look good. You're gonna be fine." That's Gene. So the curtain opened <laughs> up, and I you can actually see me. I'm saying, "That's JG, the damn dancing machine." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, let me go and do this little set." I wasn't even thinking about. It. I said, "That's my da da da." That's all I was thinking about, man. So great. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. it was. A, it was just. Um, uh, not not an ordinary day. No, <laughs> let's just uh, no. Yeah, the process. Did they have to like? You had to send them your set, and they had to look at it. Or was, no, they, they didn't do. No, that Mr. Back McCauley then? had saw it, so he okay. he knew what I was dealing with. So I went in his office, and he knew the jokes, and he said, "All right, well, that one's a little edgy. Let's let's cut it down. I like this one. I like that. Let's cut it down. That should be about six minutes." Because he had just, I went to meet with him like I think like uh, a day or two later. Wow, you know, okay. so he just said, let's just knock it out. So he knew he was very aware. I, of I feel like I've heard that they're a little more hands on now as far as choosing what you what you do. On Maybe the, on these shows. Yeah. Maybe. But like I said, I had just did. And I mean, the, the, comp, the competition, it was clean. So it wasn't like I had to clean up a lot of stuff. Right. It wasn't anything dirty. So it was just a matter of picking out your favorite jokes and time wise. Right. That's all it was. But he had saw a, a decent enough set. So, you know, it was just like, let's cut this one. Let's cut that. One. Mm -hmm. But everything that I did on tonight's show, that was what I did that, that night when yeah. I won the competition. That's so amazing. It was already yeah. there. So how much time uh, passed between The Tonight Show and Living Single? Two years. Is that right? Yeah, wow. two years. Uh, and in the meantime, because once I got my, uh, my my people, I told you about my people. You know, I had my uncle. <laughs> I had my people. I, and and uh, so once I had them, they were sending me out. So I got a chance. I did a, I did a pilot in uh, the next year. I did a pilot with uh, Margaret Cho. I love mm -hmm. Margaret Cho. Yep. And uh, gosh, it was it was so many different people in there. It was it was sort of like an ensemble cast, and we were doing like some. It was sort of like uh, living living color. It was a sketch comedy. Yeah, yeah. Thing. But it didn't it didn't uh, get picked up. But I, at least I did uh, um, a pilot, and I did another pilot with uh, Marshall Warfield, who I love. Yeah. And uh, that didn't get picked up. And then um, there was uh, then the following year. I was reading for a bunch of stuff, you know, because like pilot season was huge back then. So you're reading for all these things. And um, it was this guy named Tommy Blaze. 
Tommy Blaze, he's uh, down in Florida. He's a real yeah, funny. He's a comic. Yeah, yeah. Real yeah funny I comic. Tommy Blaze. I and I had worked with him in Pittsburgh. He's just the funniest dude in the world. And I wanted to do his show, right? And I wanted to read for, read for his. And I, I couldn't read for his show, so I was, I was mad. And then uh, my agent said, well, we got this other one, this uh, living single thing. You were all right, all right fine. <laughs> all right. All right. But I was mad, man, because I wanted to. Tommy Blaze, I, I just thought he was, like, the funniest guy. And I was like, I just knew that this was going to be big. And then they, they said, uh, uh, this uh, this show living single and I'm like all right fine and then they um then my uh, my agent said yeah but you know who's in it Kim Coles and I was like oh and then I lit up then because I was in love with Kim yeah. Coles I'm like oh I bet and it's like and if you get the part you'll be a boyfriend I'm like oh so now I'm all in now so that's great that works <laughs> so out. great we, we, we talked about this I think off mic uh, the last time you um, you were here um, my favorite bit of yours is uh the divinals i touch myself bit. i touch myself yeah god damn it that is the best <laughs> it's so i remember that at the time because everybody heard that song and thought the yeah. same thing yep and you just you took what maybe 90 seconds that, that and was it, it was and, so and, and it was like it was one of those things to where and that that was cool because i i did that uh that mr mccauley was cool with it mr carson was cool so it was just edgy enough you know, but right. and then did I? I talked to um, I, I made a side to uh, Tony Bennett. You know, like because I was just freestyling, man. I'm, like I said, I just saw Gene Gene, so you couldn't stop me. I was unstoppable. <laughs> I just saw the dancing machine. So now I'm doing my set, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm mentioning uh, Tony Bennett because he's sitting on the couch. I'm like, no, nah, now nah, Mr. Bennett, that was good. And I, I'm doing the sides. I'm working the room, man. It, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was a crazy night. And I'm like, now nah, that was real music then. You know, like like what he says, that's real music. So and then I I got to the joke. But that yeah. was just something that I I don't know what happened. I'm telling you, it was just a crazy night. I, I saw Gene Gene, so there you go. <laughs> yes. that was so, it. It's so funny that that's really what you take. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was freestyling. I was working the room, dude. So you know, it's the Tonight Show, yeah. my big debut, and I'm working the room. So that was uh, suffice it to say, I was pretty relaxed. So great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you 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 you're doing stand up now. What else you got in the works? You, you nothing. Just working rooms I, I got the these country? jokes and I'm blessed to have them. There's nothing. I, I've been auditioning for some stuff. Uh, I, I had a lot more auditions this year than in previous. Some years go by, you you weren't even aware that it was pilot season. But this year, I, I did get a chance to uh, read for some stuff uh, like about ten times. And then one I got I got one call back, which is which is good, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, which is great because my director is like my sister because I'm doing it at home. You know, right, it's right. like, you know, my, my, my sister or my nephew, I get somebody to come by and, uh, you know, you can do it over your phone now. Yeah, you know, yeah. Whereas, you know, like in the old days, you had to travel to this, this studio and right. you got to go over here to get the script and you got to do. Now, just get your phone, yep. get somebody to read the lines with you and send it in. So yeah, it's so weird, yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah. You get a lot of the work out of, out of Atlanta, L.A., and uh, Atlanta's just kind of blowing up. Atlanta is huge. I mean, Tyler yeah. Perry brought a lot of stuff down there. Yeah, They're yeah. doing a... Um, the Marvel stuff and you know yeah. so they're, they're definitely on the map but it's like uh, I think that's where you were last time we worked together I think you were coming up from Atlanta coming up yeah we, we I did something there uh, where was I in Atlanta oh yeah I just did the um, um, the comedy theater yeah oh, yeah sure did <laughs> and um, yeah it's it's a lot of stuff down there but uh, right now I'm just trying to get to that that part to where they send for me and I have to go I have to go to Atlanta or go to LA and maybe maybe uh, go up in front of like just the producers get down to that last one and yeah. if I get down to that I'm gonna knock it out the park I always do yeah you know it's like if, if I get a chance to i'm gonna nail it <laughs> if you if you tell me you're interested oh i'll give you a reason yeah, yeah. so yeah. 
Where are you living now? I'm in Cleveland right now. Oh, no kidding. So you're back home in Cleveland? Yeah, I'm I'm back home in Cleveland. My dad passed a couple years ago, and um, I went home. I'm so glad that I went home because I had been out in L.A. for like 30 years, and uh, he had uh, dementia, and uh, his health was getting worse. And uh, dad, you know, sometimes, you know, he'd be, uh, you know, he'd say some stuff, but one clear thing he said to me is like, you really need to come home. Yeah. And this was like in January. And uh, he he passed in July. I got home uh, at the end of January, wow. and uh, yeah. I've been home ever since. Cause yeah. I'm just like, well, there's nothing happening in L.A. And like I said, I I can do my uh, auditions over the phone. So yeah, I'm just there. Only thing I need is the airport, so I can do the That's joke. Right. So <laughs> I'm just I'm just glad I I got this, man. Yeah, you know. And I'm still love I still love what I do. Yeah, know? it's still fun. What I, have you learned from when you stepped on the on the you know in front of those cameras at the Tonight Show? You've had good times and bad times. What have you What have you learned? Ah, uh, I learned that uh, it's not easy. Um, that you have to, you have to, uh, you have to be professional. Um, I, I I lost a lot. Um, I lost a lot on not being professional. I, I started uh, messing around and, and getting way too high, and 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 that was the thing because see before that was just you know that was my regular routine and I, I could get by, but I, I didn't realize how that could hamper yeah. you know being professional and you know and taking care of, and 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 that's important um, all the way up to and which is why I got I had the bad uh, car accident in two thousand mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. that was um, that was what I learned is that if you um, if you value this, you know, you, if you're blessed enough to get uh, get these opportunities, you have to take advantage of them. And I got too caught up in myself, and that that was that was the thing that hurt me the most because I see people like like D.L. Hughley. He's so professional. He's just out right. there, you know, every every day, every week, you know, just just grinding, you know. Whereas me, I just got complacent, and I was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a big star. I'm a, I'm on the TV show, so I'm good. Now. I was gonna ask, what yeah. what do you think? It's just the environment because you it's, hear these stories. All it was so often. It know? was it was for me. It was just the fact that I had been on. I, I was working on the road all the time, so I was doing forty weeks a year. So when I got a chance to do TV, and I didn't have to be doing two shows on Friday and two shows on Saturday, and the weekend was just normal. That's that's what I did. Yeah. Where I didn't realize that I was leaving a lot of money on the table, man. Because mm-hmm. it's like when you're hot. When you're on a hit show, your price never gets any higher than that, man. Yeah. So you can go out. I could have did like one show somewhere and got the same thing that I was getting for like two weeks of work, you know, yeah, before. Yeah. So, uh, but I was happy because I was getting a big, you know. So I got I got way too complacent, and you always got to keep that fire. You got to keep the drive, and you got to be professional. You can't let anything stand in the way of that. And you got to realize I didn't really, you know, I it was kind of easy. Everything just kind of like the story I just told you. Everything yeah. just fell into place. It wasn't like you know yeah. I had to go out there and struggle and all it was just right there yeah so um i got way too complacent and uh that cost me but uh that's the main thing i learned is just you got to keep that fire you yeah know, because if, if you if you um if you sit back you, you're not writing as much you you know you just sitting because i was on the tv show so i got writers you know i got people writing writing these jokes you know uh, you know for as far as the show right. goes yeah. and you know me i'm just going out you know i still got my act but now all of a sudden i'm super funny so i don't have to write you know so <laughs> It was just it was just a, a bad vibe there. But, yeah. yeah you know. Would you say that that comedy got e- you know quote easier because you were on TV? Or it just was the it, people laughed more. 
Really? You know, people laugh more. Like I said, if 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 you are you know the the hit star of the show and you come to town, oh, they think everything is funny. Right. You know, I mean, I I was funny. You know, like I said, I I was tonight show strong, funny, yeah. but it was just the laughter. You know, you holding you you getting applause breaks now because wow. it's like you from their favorite show. People are just right. happy to see you, and it's like it's not a comic of it's your favorite. It's their favorite actor or, or like right. one of their favorite characters of their show that's doing the joke. Would you so. address that like early on in your set would you talk about it or was it just I, sort of everybody knew and you just went about your i think i did some stuff to where you know just saying that uh that, that how i was did john hinton was different from overton because you know i was just um uh because uh, it, it was one it was one joke uh where oh yeah i was in new york i never forget yeah i was in new york i took a um a red eye flight and um i get into new york about six in the morning and um, I'm trying to get my bags. I'm, I'm tired. I'm groggy. And uh, the guy said, hey, uh, Overton from Living Singer. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. How you doing, man? And he's like, damn, you don't look happy. And I'm like, no, you, you thinking of Overton. That's the happy-go-lucky. Yeah. I'm John Henry. I got a lot of stuff on my mind. You don't want to talk to me this morning. <laughs> I'm having a rough day. You know, So people just uh, you know, just start getting confused with the character. I'm yeah. like, no, I'm completely different from that. Yeah. Um, Saga talks about that. Yeah. People coming to show thinking they're seeing Danny Tanner. Yeah, uh, he ain't Danny. And Tanner. No, no. <laughs> he's doing some different stuff. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, John Hatton's here at the Comedy Zone. If you're listening to us on the day the show gets recorded, which is July sixth, uh, twenty eighteen, he's got two shows tonight at the Comedy Zone here in Charlotte. Two shows on Saturday night, the seventh. Right. Here, at if the you're Comedy listening Zone. on another day, this doesn't matter. Yeah, right. right. It's yeah. all. It's already happened, and the shows were yeah. great. Yeah, it's um, great. Yeah, this is all past tense. I killed. Right. Yeah. They loved me. They're going to shut the club down. That's yeah, how right. It's over. It's, it's it. not going to, they can't they, do any they, better they, than they this. Add, they might add a show, but you're going to miss that too because you're not listening on Sunday either. So it doesn't matter, does it? But you should listen right away. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, if uh, folks are listening in other cities, where are you going after after this? Where am I going? Um, I'm going up to New York at the end of the month. Uh, unless something pops up in the next few weeks, I'll be in New York and Brooklyn, uh, Stress Factory. Uh, in Jersey, and uh, there's another comedy club in Yonkers. So, you know, you can do like one-nighters up there. So yeah. I got like uh, uh, Brooklyn on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, Yonkers uh, fr Friday, uh, PA, uh, some uh, small place in uh, PA on Saturday, and then the Stress Factory uh, Sunday on the 20, 29th, I think. And uh, where can people keep track of your dates? Um, you can check me out. I'm on the um, social media. I'm not really social media savvy that's that's just a weird thing uh but uh twitter i'm on twitter the john hinton and i'm on the book of faces um uh, at John Hinton. Yeah. I got to get on Instagram because that's what everybody, all the hip kids. Yeah. That's where the money you, is. Yeah, I don't have to tell I'm you. A, the, yeah, <laughs> he's the hipster over here. Sure, sure. Yeah. That's what everyone thinks when yeah. they think of the, me. Yes, yeah, so you have an account for your dog, Jason. I have a what? You have, a, you have an Instagram account for your dog. So. I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. The dog. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Brian. For the dog. I was hip a moment ago, but, <laughs> but, no, but look, I think that's uh, totally. At, at least your dog's got an Instagram. I don't even have that, so I mean, you know, Probably I, I got to get one. Yeah, yeah that's all important. Right. All right, uh, John Hinton, it's great to see you. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us. Hey, we appreciate th it. Thank you, and thanks, thank John. you for stopping through. A little yeah. tired, of, but uh, thanks for <laughs> making it, man. I, <laughs> I wouldn't miss it. Man. Always, <laughs> well, you almost did. I almost did, but I wouldn't. You tried to. Good to see you, Jason. All right, we'll be back. Thanks so much, man. Podcast.
Hey guys, well, hey, I want to let you know about the Queen City Podcast Network, a collection of five Charlotte-based podcasts all about different topics. Uh, you got to check it out, queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Got the Charlotte Podcast, all about news and current events. Uh, Cheers Charlotte Radio, all about the local beer scene. It's exploding. You can't swing a dead cat in Charlotte without hitting a new brewery. So you can find out all about the new local brews with uh, uh, Cheers Charlotte Radio. Uh, the Yelp Charlotte Podcast. You can't swing that same dead cat without hitting a, a, a new restaurant in Charlotte. So find out uh, your new favorite place to eat with the Yelp Charlotte Podcast. And also, of course, uh, you might be somewhat familiar with the Comedy Zone Podcast. But I need to let you know about Creative Loafing's Local Vibe. It's Charlotte's first podcast dedicated solely to local music in the Queen City area. Each week, Creative Loafing editors Mark Kemp and Ryan Pitkin sit down with musicians and others in the Queen City music scene just to kick it and talk tunes, live music in the studio from local musicians. It doesn't get any better than that. Queen City Podcast Network. Check it out. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. I don't know why I'm like, I'm giving you standby. I'm the one who gets to start. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm actually kind of glad that uh, Will and Sammy aren't here because they would have given me all kinds of shit for playing this song. Wait, wait. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I thought it was all kinds of crap. For, yeah. I thought it was just a lovely choice. That's what I would say. About it. I actually this band, uh, Lake Street Dive. I don't know if you're familiar with them or not. Not at all. They're fantastic. Are they? Look them up. Yeah, you can thank me later. Lake Street Dive. They're on iTunes. On music. Fantastic! Yeah. This woman's voice is yeah, that's is sound, amazing. That she good. Uh, they did the theme to uh, somebody feed Phil, which is the Phil Phil. Uh, damn it, now I can't remember his name. Uh, Phil Rosenthal, who created Everybody Loves Raymond, Got has it. a show on Netflix now called Somebody Feed Phil, where oh, okay. he goes all over the world and eats stuff. And oh, I it's see. Fantastic. Okay. Oh, I it, love those um, kinds it's of shows. A great show. I haven't seen that one. The guy finds the joy in everything, and it's it's just great. So actually, a uh, new season I think drops tonight. Really? At like midnight tonight of that. Look so at that. Not that we're 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 pimping YouTube, uh, <laughs> yeah, right? Netflix shows now. Well, Netflix needs help. So. Yeah, they poor Netflix. <laughs> Somebody, please subscribe to Netflix. So, um, we were just talking off mic that um, you've got a really interesting day job. Yeah, it can yeah. be. <laughs> it can be. Yeah. It can be a nightmare, but yeah, no. So I'm a location manager, location scout uh, for. For years, uh, movies and TV and, yeah. and now commercials. Cause I'm doing so much comedy that it provides a lot of flexibility. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. So a production comes to the Charlotte area. Yeah. And they contact or you. The region. Yeah. Yeah. And they contact you, or are you working for a specific it, company? Yeah. Kind of. I'm freelance, so okay. it, it depends. There's usually a the process is like a production manager or or a producer I've worked with before. How okay. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They'll bring me on to a show. And they say we need a a. a uh, uh, a baseball stadium right location. exactly usually uh, i'll get the script like early on and i'll have conversations with the director producer production designer uh anybody else who would have some you know influence to the creative side of it and which is great because there is some creative input that i have in finding locations and, yeah and it could be anything from a house to a high rise to i mean literally anything you could think of i've been asked to find some crazy things like uh, like uh, what was the one? It was a uh, a mountain. It was like a mountain retreat uh, in Iraq. <laughs> yeah. In Charlotte. In Charlotte. So <laughs> go ahead and find that. Yeah, it was a very uh, interesting conversation. Because uh, uh, yeah, Homeland was uh, a lot of fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple years I worked on that one. So what did you? What location did it, did you end up finding to be the Iraqi mountain retreat? Well, the the production designer on it was a he's a pretty pretty uh, good production. John Kretschmer, he's a North Carolina guy, which is great. You'd love to hear that. Uh, so we t we basically took an old uh, c 
kind of burned out gas station, which had some interesting sort of structural things to it that he augmented and, and, and it was actually really well done. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So you've worked with, I mean, you've worked on some huge productions. Mm-hmm. You've worked on some, some small productions. You were name dropping during the break. Yeah. It's what, oh, well, if anyone, <laughs> there's four people who know me here listening going, yes, he sure does. <laughs> I will throw out a name any chance I get. <laughs> Watch your toes. Yeah. Cause I'm dropping it. names. Uh, yeah, no, I've worked, I've worked with some great people. I, I did, uh, a movie called Leatherheads with George Clooney, which mm-hmm. was and Renee Zellweger, John Krasinski. It's an underrated movie, by the way. I, 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 I kind of love that movie. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's pretty good. Uh, George Clooney is the classiest, coolest, most handsome man I've ever been in the same room with. <laughs> There's a little bit of a bromance there. He's he really was the best. Then uh, Talladega Nights with all those those people, yeah. um, and uh, I was saying Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon, and mm-hmm. um, we did that in Columbia. South Carolina, and yeah, I, I've done yeah some really fun fun yeah. work, some fun experiences. I think when uh, uh, Kevin Smith was here too, we were talking about how you worked on oh yeah uh, Tusk 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 right. yeah Kevin Smith, one of my favorite yeah. human beings as a result of working on that show, and everyone who worked on that show all had the same opinion about Kevin Smith. He is the most genuine and also exceptionally smart guy. Yeah. Like yeah. as uh, you you know. Say what you want about anything, and he always dresses in the you know what whatever. People will have opinions. Oh Doesn't yeah, matter. There, guy, there's no shortage of opinions. Yeah, about Kevin Smith. He yeah. uh, that guy's got as big a heart as there is. He's yeah. an exceptionally smart guy, and uh, yeah, I, I they they had me up to go to the premiere for that up in Toronto. That's like it was an yeah. it was an amazing experience, and uh, so yeah, I, I it's been fun, man. It's been really cool. It's it's led to me doing a lot doing comedy and uh-huh. and uh, I've got a you know the web series that I have yep. so I you know it's been great yeah and fun to be around it so again I went from one very unique world to another very unique world in comedy yeah you're not there's never a boring day no I imagine if you're Jason no. Allen King yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> I ride on carpets and it's all <laughs> rainbows and unicorns it it's is. amazing um I did want to ask you we were talking <laughs> why would I, I that doesn't yeah, sound it's tough I'll, or cool at all I'll edit it out please do so, my <laughs> god <laughs> I, I, I meant chicks and, you know, <laughs> in, by the pool. I don't know. The, uh, um, we were talking the other day when you, for a while, you were just Jason King. Oh, yeah. And now you're now you're Jason Allen King. Yes. Can we talk about why now you're kind yeah. of... I think when I met you, you might have been Jason Allen King. Right. And then you were just Jason King for a while, and now you're back to Jason <laughs> Allen King. <laughs> so <laughs> the, what's crazy, sorry, everyone remembers, it was about two years ago, there was just a, a lot of political strife going on wait what yeah i know i, I don't know a lot of people missed it it was a, <laughs> it was, it was a, a under the radar eh, some things were going on and uh <laughs> so you know everyone's uh, social media everything and uh, facebook and and that that turned into this uh political uh you know battleground if you will and uh i had become friends with the facebook friends specifically never met this person i don't want to name names but his name is jason king <laughs> But let's. It rhymes with Jason. <laughs> it King. reminds. It's precisely Jason King. So he's a he's a comic, but he's in California, and uh, he, I apparently one day, not unbeknownst to me, started making some pretty incendiary remarks on Facebook that were sort of racially charged, and uh, and I didn't know this until I started getting messages from friends, basically saying, you know, I didn't know. This is who you were as a person. I thought I knew you, you little bastard. Just all <laughs> kinds of things like that. Uh, and I was really caught off guard. I started. I went and looked at it, and and it occurred to me that 
they just they didn't look at the picture or anything. They just saw Jason King. Yeah. So I immediately changed my Facebook to Jason Allen King and sent out messages all over the place saying, This is not me. This is <laughs> just this is the new me. This is I was not that other person. Yeah. You know. So yeah, it was uh so now I have this uh, use my obnoxious three names and uh Yeah. It's great. Rolls off the tongue though. It it uh, it could be much worse. Could be much worse. You could be worse. like Jason Aloysius King and then that would have been <laughs> A little harder to deal with. <laughs> it would have been tough. Yeah. yeah what? Uh, the the so you're getting a lot of work. I've it got, seems yeah. like uh, yeah. lately. You said Evening Muse tonight. If you're listening to this on the sixth. Uh, yeah. We're right. at the Funny on the Fly show tomorrow night at Blumenthal. Yeah. Um, Lee, Lee Camp is there tonight. I'm opening for Lee Camp great. from yeah. the Redacted uh, show. It's a good show. He's host. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be fun. So your your your. What is your? You started in stand up about four years ago. You, yeah, do you mentioned yeah, over we four years ago. Yeah, we're talking about so you've come a long way in four years. A lot of guys don't get this far. We've been working ten years. Right, right. And there's yeah. always like like um, you know Jay Leno's ten year rule. You mm-hmm. know, you know you have to toil in in anonymity for ten years before. Right. And not actually not that I'm not it. still toiling in anonymity, <laughs> but I I would say yeah, it's been uh, a it felt. It feels like it's been happening somewhat rapidly to get some of the opportunities that yeah. I've gotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For but sure. you started. You were older when you started, correct? We don't talk right. about that, Brian. No. We don't talk about. Yeah, we don't. Yes, I would say that if I. We you know, were to talk about it, right? I uh, <laughs> I started later, definitely than some of the you know twenty yeah. twenty year old people that are out there doing it, and I think that's actually been the probably the best thing like for me that I've had. You know, pretty much two careers before I got into comedy. So, you know, there's a wealth of, of, you know, just knowledge and experience and, um, you know, figuring out how the world works at least a little bit, maybe yeah, better than some of the younger guys, I think. So that, that's definitely helped. So I think, I think you also avoid that. thing. another thing we were talking, we had a long conversation between segments, mm. but I think you avoid that, that, well, the whatever comedy club doesn't know what they're talking about, and I'm the best, and all that. When you wait a while to start comedy, you don't go through that because you know, right? You have the self awareness to know that that I'm not good yet. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? As funny as that sounds, yes, yeah. that's exactly right. Like, yeah. I, I think you know this. This will this will light people up. <laughs> I think as if you're, I'm four years in. And I just don't think I think I will not be funnier than someone who is ten years in. Mm-hmm. Again, I know the switchboard's gonna light up <laughs> with that, but just you can't there's no, no fast track for stage time. I've only mm-hmm. been doing it four years. Someone's been doing it ten, they just you know yeah, my I might write better jokes and things like that, but I just, you know, anyway. I'm I know I'm shooting myself in the foot a little bit too, but I, that's why for me bring it full circle is why I will get up on every stage every night yeah. as often as possible. Yeah. Multiple times a night if I can. That's why the idea of getting, you know, I'm getting, you know, featuring now is I'm getting so much more time. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's everything. And so I'm trying to make up to get that 10,000 hours, you know. Right. It's say. the only way to get better. Yeah. Is yeah, sure. because you, even if it's a show, you know, we talked with, with, with uh, Clint Nora last week who was talking about, you know, he did a show for two people. Yeah, you know, and it just you know he sat down on the edge of the stage and he kind of talked with him, but you know it was a show. They had paid money to to see him. Yeah, 
and he you know he was going to give them a show and you have to give the same effort for two people that you do for 400. Right. I think you can tell you can tell the separation between comics for the people who have done that before and the people who haven't. I and, and to me I think there's there you can spot it. I did a show with uh DJ Doug Pound and Brent Weinbach who I don't know if people will know who they are. Brent Weinbach is phenomenal he's one of the best uh, comics i've ever seen so they had this big show set up at neighborhood theater they'd been selling out everywhere and unfortunately they came to charlotte and they just didn't get no. they just got nothing and so they moved it over to the evening muse because evening muse is great and they you know i think we're, we're sensitive to it and understood and they were like all right we got a smaller venue let's go you know yeah. big community thing well four people showed up to the show and two of those four people were huge fans of of brent weinbach in particular and uh and they were like well, how did we do a show and i'm, I'm just hosting for him right and uh, yeah, these two guys were so excited to talk about them, and just it just just like that, they said, "All right, we're doing the show. Don't worry about yeah. it." And this is an elaborate show. This is they run videos, they talk well, about the videos. Yeah. There's like the guy does DJ Doug Pound is literally on stage doing comedy while mixing, uh, and then Brent has this whole show. And it just was insane, and that for me was was this huge light bulb to say if these guys are as good as they are, that's how you have to be. Yeah, yeah. Every show's got to be you got to go all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's still, and they will have, or the the venue at least may may have lost money that night. You know, I yeah. imagine the artist certainly probably did, unless, depending on the deal. But yeah, I would think so. I I mean, I don't, you know, I don't really know that any of the details with yeah. that, but I would assume they had to. Yeah, know, but yeah, um, and they went up and they did that. They did their yeah. thing, and that that's that's awesome. It was an interesting night because I felt like everybody, all separate, everyone had a had a community sort of, uh, you know. They wanted to be supportive of everybody else, so all these three, four groups were just all came together to to do their best to make it happen. I guess why I I love Charlotte for that. People yeah. can give it a hard time, but I think it's it's uh, it's good community here. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Got um, a warm and fuzzy, didn't I? Yeah, a little bit. I like it. <laughs> it's nice. It's such a different tone. I bring heart. Usually. <laughs> <laughs> we usually have that. Oh, that's funny. The, 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 what is your 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 process? I always I see you writing in your notebook mm-hmm. before shows. So what are you what are you doing? Yeah, I oh man, again I'm gonna get so much heat for some of this. I'm a I'm a sit at a laptop and and I'll write right. So I'll I'll write all my jokes. I mean I have, and I'll do it for every month. So basically I have new jokes. You know. January 2018, and I go. This is back four years. I have all these like, and I just word word doc. Yeah. But then I take so you do the keyword set. So I have so I time out each joke, especially with, it, it'll change because I'll do, yeah, as it develops. So then I have an Excel spreadsheet of all my keywords, how how long the joke is, and then I'll have and then I keep track of what show I did, how much time it was, what were the keywords, and then that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, it's a pretty it's pretty nerdy. I'm not gonna lie, it's a pretty nerdy business, but. I'm, uh, you know, my brain, it needs help. So <laughs> being organized is... Uh, Spreadsheets, man. That's yeah. that's where really... <laughs> that's where comedy has gotten to. Comedy. I'm ruining comedy. So that's it's all I, about the spreadsheets. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, it, I think other people have a little... Maybe have a different process or whatever. But for me, it's... It, I got to get the joke out. Because I mm-hmm. doing it at home in front of the mirror, which I also do, is... <laughs> Not the same as going on to a stage. That's why I think open mics are still hugely important for me. 
because doing it up on stage, it's like you ever you ever have a song where you're like, oh, you want your friend to listen to the song, and then you listen to the song with your friend. It's as if you're experiencing it for the first time with them, and right. you're like, yep. oh, that song wasn't as good as I thought it was. Yeah. You know? That to me is I got to get the joke out, and I got to yeah. I got to tell it a bunch of times before I really know if it's going to be anything good or yeah. not. So. Well, when you're working out your material in front of the mirror, uh, hairbrush, no hairbrush. <laughs> no mic. No mic. No. So no hairbrush. No, no hairbrush. <laughs> no, just me. And also, here's another wheel. I'm, I'm, I'm getting it all out right now. One of the things, Johnny Millwater was uh, one of my uh, teachers uh, yeah. in all this. Uh, he, he's talking about saying it in different like highs and lows and mm-hmm. things like that to hear it. I, I, you do the joke so many times when you're trying to memorize it, it can really get old and tiresome. So I do it in different accents. <laughs> I'll do it like in a British accent and other, like I'll do like a Jack Nicholson impression. <laughs> like, Oh, you think this is funny? You know, like, ah, oh, it's uh, great. So I like, I'm like how do you do, how do you keep it fresh? Yeah. And I, so I do it in a different way. I've never, I don't think I've ever told anybody that. Breaking news. Breaking Here news. On the Zone podcast. This is embarrassing. Yeah. It, it, no, it, it's your, I think, you know, everybody's process is different. Yeah. Um. Everybody works things um differently. Um. We've talked with uh Johnny Millwater on the podcast about he, he has that one bit, um, about I don't I might want to do the bit, but it's about Kanye and you know what he said about George Bush mm-hmm. and sure, and, yeah. and he's got that tag on that line where literally he worked out th- that if I if the pause between this word and that word is 0.6 seconds the joke works yeah if it's 0.7 seconds the joke doesn't work i I, mean like he's literally got it down to the the 10th of a second i totally believe that yeah i mean just totally serious about the science about the 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 timing the everything and and will's working with some brain power so i believe uh any of that he's uh i know he's gonna listen to this so it sounds like i'm pandering which i am (laughs) uh but he's yeah he's a uh he's a a scientist he's a doctor with this yeah, stuff yeah. he's that that precise i think yeah it, um and it's fun to pick the brain of somebody like that who, yeah who hasn't excelled well, you know will and i just <laughs> did a run together yes we, that's right down yeah, in florida yeah. yeah we went to uh we were in uh, columbus georgia mm-hmm. and fort walton uh the the two comedy and man that was from the minute he got in the car till the minute we got home like yeah. we just talked and talked comedy and like yeah. everything was going on it was one of the most fun comedy weekends i've had will's headline and i got the feature for him which is great because will was there the first night i ever did stand up that's right yes yeah so that was uh it was a really fun sort of you know landmark sort of moment to be yeah like, that's oh, awesome i'm getting a yeah open forum it's pretty cool the, uh, you guys talked about me a lot, of course. Yeah, really, most of the yeah. time. You know, <laughs> there was about nine and a half hours on the way back, so it was a lot of balto. Easily seven hours. <laughs> right. Easily seven hours. Um, well, uh, uh, Jay, we gotta we gotta wrap this thing up. But uh, Jason, thanks for hanging out. I appreciate it. Man, my pleasure. This is uh, this is great. Congratulations on all the success with this. I think you guys oh, well, put on well, a good show. We, I feel good about it. I think. Yeah. You know, there's that thing halfway through where I started doing what I was going to end with, and. Oh wait, that was different. Oh, oh, that's, that's something right. else. Yeah. Can I plug? Can I plug? Oh, my please stuff? do. Yes. Yeah. Cool? I'm sorry. That's no, a that's good all right. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so uh, JasonAllenKing.com, A L L E N, JasonAllenKing.com. Uh, you know, Facebook. That's you know me. Um, and then uh, Jason uh, Allen King. Jason on Facebook. Allen King. Oh, yeah. on, yes, that's right. That's <laughs> very clear. And uh, tw- Twitter, Instagram is at King Jason Allen. And uh, if you got everyone should check out uh, Charlotte Laughs Tonight. It's, yes. Uh, they're on Instagram and Facebook. 
Uh, Dana Coster has been really mm-hmm. plugging local shows, comedy zone shows, improv shows, stuff in the region. Like she's really kind of changed the game a little bit. You, a lot of people are getting some opportunities. She's getting people out to shows. So check out Charlotte Last tonight. Yeah, I mean, she's really kind of doing it out of the goodness of her heart, right? Yeah, it's just, she's, a, um, she's a big fan of comedy, yeah. and she's support and she's supportive of a lot of the new people, too. Yeah. You're starting to see a lot of these names. They're winning contests and stuff here. These are the guys I see at open mics all the time, and she really has sort of uh, has embraced them and is in such a – yeah, she's great for the community. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. So, um, yeah, so Funny on the Fly tomorrow night in the Queen City Comedy Experience preview show at the Blumenthal. Go to BlumenthalArts.com. Org, I believe, or com, org or com, whatever, either <laughs> or, to uh, grab tickets for that. We talked about that earlier. Don't forget Queen City Podcast Network dot com. Five local podcasts all snuggled together under one little umbrella, uh, talking about cool things going on around Charlotte. Thanks to John Henton for joining us. Check Thanks, him out John. this weekend, Friday night, Saturday night, two shows, the sixth and seventh. Assuming you're listening. On the <laughs> night that the shows are happening. If you're listening to us on the 8th, forget it. It's over, and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Catch him next time. That'd All right. Uh, Will and Sammy may or may not be here. I don't know. I can't tell from week to week who's going to be here and who isn't. <laughs> uh, Jason, you may be back next Friday. I would love to. Anytime <laughs> you need me. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Tell two friends about us. We'll talk to you next time. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 